This episode is brought to you by all the emergency vehicle sounds that were rejected before we picked the siren sound. Hey! Hey! There's, there's cars in the way! Get out of the way, cars! I've got people in here! Get, get out! Cars! Cool fact! A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence. This is the Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the Chaser Report for Thursday, the twenty fifth of November, twenty twenty one. We have Dom Knight. That's me, Gabby Bolt. That's Oi. her. And Alex Avulovich. That's me. <laughs> now I'm going to read something out <laughs> verbatim from the Sydney Morning Herald, and the reasons are going to become clear when this I do. This is like oh, no. newfound theatre. Mm. Defence Minister Peter Dutton will receive thirty five thousand dollars in damages after he won a defamation case against refugee advocate Shane Bazzi, who referred <sighs> to the politician as a quote rape apologist end mm. quote. On social media. Now I'm quoting the Herald, so sue the Herald and not us. If right. that's if that's wrong, because we've we've commented before, haven't we, about the the notion of politicians using defamation law as a weapon? I mean, Sammy yeah. Shah last week had a whole rant about that. Mm. But in light of the court's decision, mm. I think it's time to say we were wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were. I wrong. love politics. Is there a possibility? Look, I watched the movie Double Jeopardy once, <laughs> and I'm thinking like if. Shane Bazzi has done this. Is he free to defame Peter Dutton from now on? That's a great of, question. Can't get charged twice for the same crime. <laughs> the same right? crime. Yeah. Technically, no, but oh. I, th- I encourage him to experiment unless that makes me liable, in which case I don't. You yeah. Know? Really freaked me out, though, about this, this whole article because I read that Sydney Morning Herald article and it chilled me to the bone mm. because they keep fucking putting pictures of Peter Dutton in articles about <laughs> it. And it's. Oh, I just wish they'd stop doing it. You yeah. know what I am? I'm a defamation apologist. I think this is fantastic. I, uh, I just think it's just pocket money, isn't it? You just yeah. you get your 35k. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a extension on your house or yeah. yeah. Or you can you can pay for like a, a year of au pairs with 35k. Yeah. You could. You could pay you off could a hex debt with 35k. Invest in another childcare center. I reckon I could also fix my reputation with $35,000. So could one <laughs> of you guys just say something defamatory about me right now and then I can Pop on over to the high court and yeah, you're well, a child's apologist. <laughs> I actually don't think I'll be able to defend that one in court. Gabby Bolt is a bullshit apologist. Yeah. Nice, nice, cool. Because yeah, I have a really massive hex debt and no degree, so it'd be really incredible to how to be defamed. Yeah, to be defamed. <laughs> Coming up on today's episode, Lachlan has just seen Hamilton, which was his first ever live stage musical. Oh. Charles is back for another round of fiction or furfies. And given that he hasn't been on the podcast all this week, you might think that it was pre-recorded, but no. But that would be defamatory. It would be defamatory. <laughs> it's live. And, and it says here, Crazy Frog's return. Can we? Do we have to do that? Yeah. Uh. We got him on. Oh, shit. First of all, though, Rebecca Tejidamino in the Chaser Newsroom. Minister for the Dark Arts, Peter Dutton, has today retained his reputation as a selfless saint by successfully suing an unemployed Twitter user for $35,000 over a mean tweet. In response to the verdict, Dutton told reporters he'll be glad to put the allegations behind him so he can get back to his passion, locking up child refugees, calling journalists a mad fucking witch and cracking jokes about Pacific Islanders losing their homes. 
Scott Morrison faced the media looking surprisingly confident today while facing questions regarding his latest scandal about him getting caught out in yet another blatant lie. Reports claim that the reason the PM is able to maintain this level of smug confidence is that he is fairly sure that the next lie he tells will be the one to fix everything. The Religious Discrimination Bill has undergone a last-minute name change to become the Really Just for Discrimination Bill, which more accurately reflects its motive. The bill has been hailed for its efforts to protect multi-millionaire rugby players from the advances of rainbow cakes. That's the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. I just won the lottery and I thought, <gasps> sweet, rent's not a problem anymore. We're all sorted. He's mm. like, no, no, no. You no, watched no. Rent. I watched oh, Rent. Love yeah, rent. no, I wish. No, what we did do was we watched Hamilton for the $10 oh, tickets. Oh, cool. And look, I'll be real, I was a bit reluctant going in. I wasn't what? really sure. <laughs> Those tickets are worth it like 150 like, bucks. It won like 12 Tonys, reluctant. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's it's no, it's no Bo Burnham. And I'm, I'm, not oh. a, I'm not a theatre kid, you know. I, I try and steer clear of that. So I wasn't really sure going in. But now that I've watched it, I'm on board. Oh, you're on board. Well, yeah. I mean, That's I'm obviously. glad we devoted a segment to you joining the 99.9% of people who've seen Hamilton and thought it was amazing. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, in case any of our listeners aren't sure if they should spend uh, the $150, maybe they can enter the $10 lottery as well. Yeah, and if you're on the fence about whether to see what uh, none other than Michelle Obama called the greatest work of art in any medium mm-hmm. this century, mm-hmm. sure. Lachlan will be the vote that convinces Actually, you. Actually, I'm pretty sure I heard Melania Trump say the same thing a few years <laughs> later too. So, Lachlan, what, what brought you on board? Like, I mean, aside from the obvious incredible piece of art, like what was it that made you go, actually, this isn't so bad? Obviously, it's a historical show and mm. I really enjoyed that there were things that, that – I learnt about history or learnt from history. Yeah. And there are a few things that I thought maybe might actually be worth bringing back. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, like hip-hop d- rap battles in, in Parliament. Or democracy in the United States. Oh, that too, yeah. <laughs> well, so one of the first things that I thought, you know, let's bring it back from history, corsets and waistcoats. Really? Huh. Ooh, mm, 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 chef's kiss. Okay. They made everyone look hot. Yeah. Everyone. Well, I heard they're also kind of painful to wear. Yeah, restricted. They are a little. Although, of course, it's have been making a resurgence in fashion. I so know. I suppose you kind of did call that. Although I'm not sure that's really the main focus takeaway. Well, what, what? I, I just think that historical garb genuinely makes everyone look hot. You want to kind okay. of wear velveteen and oh, have long yeah, hair. And, 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 and like the boots that go up to my knees. You, you do realise everyone in the cast is a professional dancer. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. You, you, like, imagine what a corset would look like on Charles. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't have to imagine. It's all right here. I'm a, I'm a pragmatist. I think it could work. Uh, one of the other things that I thought, you know, I learned from Hamilton yeah. is cheating is okay oh. if you self-publish it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so for those who haven't seen the musical, Alexander Hamilton cheats on his wife. Yeah. But then to defend his reputation, he writes a whole thing called the Reynolds pamphlet that he publishes and shares everywhere. So that um, he gets to tell his side of the story and his wife's not happy. Yeah. So here's my thinking. Who's in the news right now? Tim Payne. Tim Payne, whole dick pic scandal thing. Okay. He could solve the whole problem if he just publishes the dick pics himself. Right. No, oh. Lachlan, I've, I'm worry. I'm starting to worry that you haven't taken away what was intended of this musical. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, okay, maybe maybe this one. You know, another thing that I did learn, okay. you know, I think yeah. is a, a sentiment we all came out with. Mm-hmm. Bring back the monarchy. No, no. Well, what? Did it leave? We still got no, it. No, but <laughs> but George the Third had total control of America, and he was mad and horrible. But, yeah. he, was, but he was so funny. Oh, he was pretty oh, funny, actually. Yeah. I yeah. And and, oh, and what oh, I figured is is oh, you know next time someone uh, leaves the Queen, she has to sing her national addresses about it, and mm. that'd be fun to see too. In the style of a kind of British invasion sixties uh, <laughs> rock song. Yeah. <laughs> da da da. Yeah. I, actually, I would like the royal family more if they did more show tunes. That's mm. certainly true. Well, mm. I mean, the, uh, Queen Liz did announce that small hiatus. Maybe she's rehearsing her role. She's certainly rehearsing something. Look, yeah. Lachlan, I think after all of this, you know what? I mean, a, I'm happy you went to the theatre, but b, I think you should maybe recontextualise no, I, 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 it. I got one more. I got okay. one more. That, you know, and it's sort of you know the ending of the show. There's yep. that really quite sad, mm. emotional it's a, beat, it's a beautiful heartbreaking, moment. heartbreaking yeah. because yeah. there's the half. duel, and it sort of mm-hmm. brings back the recurring motif of what happened to Hamilton's son. Yeah, yeah. and and that made me think. Yep. Is we bring back dueling? Jesus! No! Christ. Oh my God! No! Lachlan. He, hear me out. Genuinely, hear me out. <sighs> it's way more efficient. Is it? Tons less casualties. You think about deaths at the hands of guns in America. Way less casualties would happen if it was a totally legal and and ritualized. Yeah, it is legal and ritualized. Did we not so all hear the Carl Rittenhouse <laughs> trial this <laughs> week? That makes sense. That's a good point. But murder also, is legal now. I mean, I I'm appalled and shocked by what you have to say, Lachlan. It's disgusting. Yeah. Except that. Who wouldn't watch a duel between John Barilaro and Frankie Jordy? Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Well, you know that what, Lachlan, I think, I think I'll just set you a task. I think you should watch The Sound of Music if you're a fan of recontextualizing <laughs> things to bring back. Oh, what's that one about? You'll find out. This episode is brought to you by all the emergency vehicle sounds that were rejected before we picked the siren sound. I am an emergency vehicle. That means there is an emergency. Get into the left lane. I know it is a pain, but just please get out the way, you stupid cunt. It's time for another round of Fiction or Furphy. This is the segment where Charles tells a story and our panel, in this case of Xander and Alex, I have to work out whether it is fiction completely made up or a furphy, which is something that is fundamentally true, but just a bit exaggerated. All right, Xander, you ready to go? You got the last one right? Absolutely. I've, I've got my Charles investigative skills primed and ready, and I think that I'm going to crack this case. All right, Alex, you're one from five at the moment, if I'm counting yeah. correctly. <laughs> no, zero. Zero from five. This will be the one. This I'm ready. One. I <laughs> can win this one. Charles, crack one, tell one. Okay, so you might have actually heard some of this story before, um, but, but a, a customer actually contacted me yesterday about this. Um, that reminded me of this story, which is, so back in 2019, just before the pandemic, the government announced 
that uh, the budget was back in black. Do you remember that? Where they, they made this huge announcement. But it, it was one of these, we've done it next year announcements. <laughs> like, it was literally, we're in surplus next year, right? And the next year was 2020, i.e. the year when we di- weren't back in surplus. Anyway, we thought this was very funny at the time. And so we uh, decided to get printed for merch purposes uh, this mug, which had back in black, just like... Because the Liberal Party had started selling back in black mugs. And we decided to get them printed up so they looked exactly like the Liberal Party's things, but with black crossed out and instead a huge fucking deficit written in red. So it was like back in a huge fucking deficit. Anyway, so we got couple of hundred of them printed. I thought, you know, we made a bit of money out of Merchant Times. This won't be too hard. Sold them. Actually paid extra for a nice little gift box because I thought, you know, like, you know, they're pretty fragile. And posted them out. You know, I was paid extra with the dispatch people to, to bubble wrap them and everything like that. Every single one of the mugs that we sent out broke. We, within a week, had 170 people contact us complaining that they'd basically received, and not just slightly broke, they were smashed, some of them were just smashed, right? They were just <laughs> completely annihilated marks. It was a complete disaster. Anyway, and so I'm just going, what the hell? I paid extra for the bubble wrap. And it turns out that the dispatch people um, had gone, oh, yeah, bubble wrap, and they'd bubble wrapped the gift box. So they hadn't gone in and, and wrapped the mugs. They just, they'd protected the really nice gift box, but completely left the mugs exposed. It was terrible. There was, was plenty of space to smash inside. Um, anyway, so we then, we then printed another round of them, sent them out, did it properly. Still half of them smashed. And to this day, like literally two years later, there's still people contacting me going, um, can you know? Can we get one of those mugs? No, they're all smashed. <laughs> like the budget, in fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It was very appropriate. Let's start with Xander. Is it fiction or furphy? Oh no, it's definite. It's definitely a furphy. If anyone knows how the chaser operates, having smashed mugs is right in line with our business values of exceptionally underperforming. <laughs> All right, Alexa. Yeah. Um, I think it's a furphy too. Although it did feel a bit weird, um, it, it was it was a bit too much of a coincidence that um, everything that went wrong was completely out of Charles's hands. <laughs> I, um, I'm not a huge fan of that, but that might be the exaggeration. All right, so we've got both <laughs> of them are saying furphy, not fiction. Charles, what's the answer? Yeah, yeah, it is a furphy, and I feel like this was a bit of an easy one, especially as Xander actually started at the Tracy in the dispatch department, so he's probably got some inside knowledge. On, on yeah, I remember you breaking down, crying, <laughs> just with a broken mug in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, was, it was such a catastrophe. It's so. Oh, we lost so much money. Anyway. If you're a long-term podcast listener, um, Charles stuffing up merchandise is just such a long, long-term long feature of the show. There you go. This has been Fiction or Furphy. Furphy, unbelievable. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Kristen. And this is Jen from My Mom So Hard. And we're here to talk about By Heart. Do you remember when you were nursing and you were like, I want to give the best thing I can to my baby? Well, we've got that for you. It's called By Heart, and it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you. This episode is brought to you by all the emergency vehicle sounds that were rejected before we picked the siren sound. Ah! Ah! He's gonna die! Ah! Get out the way! Are you insane? Ah! He's gonna die! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Please just move! Just move! Just move! Go away! Go away! Just before we go, there's um, big news in the music industry today. Oh, oh God, yeah, the yeah, Grammys. The Grammys. Yeah, John Batiste is amazing. 11 yeah. nominations. So oh. many incredible nominations. Well, what, the Bridges in the Musical got nominated? No. I mean, sure, that's kind of interesting. But oh. no, a really big artist is coming back. Someone we've been waiting for for a really long time. Oh, my God. Rihanna. Ugh, kind of. This artist captured the world's imagination in 2005. Mm-hmm. Everyone heard this song. Oh, wow. Long hiatus. Yeah. Crazy Frog's back. What? Back in the studio. Oh, what God. You, no, hold on. What? Yeah, Crazy Frog. You guys remember Crazy Frog? Yeah, which was a guy from uh, Norway or somewhere doing an impression of a motorbike and mm. it became a, like an audio meme. Yeah, it was great. How is that not dead? That was terrible within one day of release and it topped the charts. Well, if it was so terrible, how come he's back <laughs> in the studio recording a new banger? <laughs> Sorry, wasn't he an animated avatar? How yeah. can he be in anything? Yeah, so was Rihanna. Oh, sorry, right now. All that they did was that they got they got songs like Axel F that were mm. quite good, you know, yeah. How Fault to and they just added the a ding, 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 bullshit okay, to so them. So, no, hold on. Is this kind of like when an artist reinvents themselves? Like, are they going into a new era? Oh, yeah. Is, he so, like, like, is this like, is phase. Crazy Frog going through, yeah, like a ballad phase? You know, is he going to whack some ding-dongs on some fucking piano ballads? Jazz or? standards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Autumn Leaves by Crazy yeah. Frog. Stormy weather. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, God. Apparently, it's very similar to what he used before. When he used, <laughs> well, there's only the one clip. Like, it's literally, it's called The Annoying Sound. I remember we used to have it on mm. radio. And it, it's only about a minute long. Yeah. It's just one guy doing a terrible impression of a... Ding, 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 ding. Of a motorbike or a lawnmower or something. I mean, the crazy thing is this is in the news and there isn't actually a new song. This is just an announcement that he's going to record <laughs> oh, he's a new one. Scott How is that? Effect, yeah. He's worthy. So, uh, maybe I he's like it. booked out a retreat somewhere where, like, you know, maybe with the Beatles. <laughs> 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 he's going to Rishikesh. Yeah. Yeah. He's just really finding his sound. Um, I think this is hilarious. I think what could be exciting, this could be the return of Jamster and those like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. you can text to get, to get sounds on your phone. I'm actually kind of psyched for this now. Can't Mate, wait. That's Stockholm syndrome, which is where you love your tomato. Ding 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 ding.
ding, ding, ding. You guys were young in the 80s. I mean, some of, so much of your music was shit that you would look back fondly on well, now. Okay, that, this is my Bowie. That's why he's right? so offended by it because like Axel F was his like coming of age song. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. Beverly Hills Cop was a big soundtrack. Do you know what's me. really fucked actually? The idea that so many people your age probably lost their virginity to fucking... Axel F. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's very strange. Gabby, you just, said, you just said Crazy Frog was your Bowie. I challenge you to do a Bowie no! cover with Crazy Frog. Fuck. <sighs> it's a god-awful small ding-ding, you know. <laughs> On tomorrow's podcast, Gabby Bolt performs <laughs> no! Crazy Frog. have to write it now. With David Bowie. Our guys from Road Microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you in the afternoon edition. You're a Crazy Frog apologist, Bolt. <laughs> oh, careful now. Don't throw around some defrogmation. Yeah.